And so what, what helped me with the horrible self-talk and the procrastination, like it, it went like this. I procrastinated a lot of stuff. I got really stressed. People around me started not liking me so much. And I was becoming unreliable because I was telling myself I was going to do it by this time and this day. And then I didn't do it. And so I was like lying and cheating myself. And then the snowball effect, like you said, what really works well is really adhering to one thing. For me, my room was always a mess. When I was a mess up here and I was struggling, my room was always a mess. And so when I, on my own accord, cause I hated when I'd wake up on a Saturday morning when I was younger and it'd be like, Jordan, you know what we should do today? And then it's never followed by anything good. You know, when your parents are like, you know what we should do today? It's never followed by like, oh, we should go to the football game and you can order whatever you want in the menu afterward. Wrong, it's never that. It's always like, here's your list. You're gonna start here. And then they're like going through the whole thing. Now, for me, when I, on my own accord, went into the dishes or I went and started just like putting my dorm room together and making the bed, that was one small little step of me moving in the right direction. And then in my head, I'm like, all right, I did that already. I cleaned up the mess in my room. How can I clean up the mess within my head? Well, I'm gonna do this one thing and get it done and then I'm gonna have my favorite meal. Because it was the opposite. I'd always be like, oh, I'll do that later. Then I went and had my favorite meal, which I never fully enjoyed. I really enjoyed it once I got my crap done and I was like, I'm gonna bang out that six page paper and then I'm gonna call my buddy and we're gonna slide through and get a sub or whatever. Self-rewarding is huge to self-reward yourself for those things that you struggle with. Even the littlest of things. Like I know like for my, like I have a family member that he, he when he was in a funk, struggled to even shower and take care of himself. As he started to do that, then he's like, all right, I'm gonna go for a run. I'm gonna start lifting weights again. And then he became like addicted to that in a good way. And then you see other changes start happening. There's, there's no wonder that there's this correlation of people that go through recovery and they reward themselves by taking care of their bodies because they're so used to punishing themselves for years because of trauma, guilt, shame. And so of course they drank themselves to sleep. Of course they took whatever they wanted because they wanted to numb themselves and they weren't happy with who they are. Maybe they felt guilt and what did they do after? A lot of them get addicted to fitness and taking care of their bodies and meditation and just finding a peace and a calmness because now you're rewarding your body, you're rewarding your mind, and you're becoming more reliable. Addicts are terrific liars. They're terrific at procrastinating and putting off tomorrow what they could do today. You look at the other end of the continuum and the happiest people that come out of that are like, yeah, I finally have control over my depression. It didn't go anywhere. My anxiety, it didn't go anywhere. But guess what? While it's still there, I can salute it and say, that's fine, I have a plan to battle you. Because when you procrastinate and put all those things off, your issue grows and you shrink and then it gets so big that it's just like a gaping flood and you can't handle it once something happens. So like self-talk is so important. Self-negotiation is so important for healing.